Welcome to the Health and Biz Bites podcast. I'm your host, Mike Beverly. Thanks for tuning in today. This podcast is dedicated to individuals and professionals who desire to learn more about the subject and business aspects of non-traditional technologies and approaches to better health and vitality. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Health and Biz Bites podcast. I'm your host, Mike Beverly, and today I have a real new friend that I've grown very fond of, Leslie Flowers. Leslie is a certified business consultant and coach, author of eight books, guiding clients with a hybrid program of timeless business principles, universal law, and achievement mastery for 15 years. And what intrigued me and what attracted me to invite Leslie to be a part of the podcast was her experience and knowledge of Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. So Leslie, tell our audience and our listeners a little bit about you and how you started and embarked on this journey that's uh, pretty extensive and has spanned over a number of years. Well, thank you for having me, Mike. I will do my very best. I appreciate this opportunity to get to know you better. Um, So I have 25 years in personal development and the last 15 years focused deeply on the principles of success in thinking grow rich, universal law, some quantum physics, some metaphysics, and leadership. And uh, I was 45 years in corporate America, raised two children. I have four grandchildren. Life is good, right? So I guess it was in uh, 2007, six or seven, that the movie The Secret came out. Do you remember that? I do. I do. It, it it was like, wow, did it ever take the world by storm? Well, it did. And it took everybody in the movie by storm. And here's how I know. So at that time, I was working as a secretary. And uh, when I heard about The Secret and saw the movie, I decided to start a meetup group called The Secret Society. And we would meet every month and we'd pick a different practitioner in the movie and discuss it and talk about it. The law of attraction was really a hot topic. And after several months, and I'm working as a secretary, after several months, I'm thinking to myself, as I'm facilitating these, boy, this would be a great job. Wouldn't it be fun to talk about this all the time, right? Because it really inspired and um, motivated me. And I majored in drama in college. So facilitating and and, and having these kinds of monthly meetings was right up my alley. Well, what happened was, is this was in 2007. If you think back to the parameters and boundaries of the internet, one of the things that you absolutely did not do was open an email from someone you didn't know. I mean, it's still true in a way, but back then, like that's what they were hammering home. If you don't know the person, don't open it. And I opened it. My intuition said, open it. And I didn't know who this was, but 
I was guided to open it. Now for six months, I've been thinking about, boy, wouldn't this be fun to do this full time, right? <laughs> right, to really get to express myself. So there was a link in the email and that's even worse. Oh my goodness, you don't know the person and there's a link? Never, never, never click it and I clicked it. And I ended up on Bob Proctor's site. I had never heard of the man. He was the gentlemanly old white-haired dude that seemed to be the narrator or leader of The Secret, the movie. And in about 30 minutes, I knew I had struck gold. They said to me, you're going to come to West Palm Beach. You're going to be doing a mastermind on Think and Grow Rich, and then we'll train you. So I said, what's a mastermind and what the heck is Think and Grow Rich? But I knew, Mike. The way I got there through total intuition, because I was so, I understand now why it happened that way. It was no coincidence. So then, of course, uh, I asked the big question, right? What's going to cost? <laughs> right? And remember, I'm a secretary making about $2,500 a month, and I've got about 500 in savings, okay? And the salesperson said $16,000. This is in 07. So I said, great, I'll be there. Now, look, I had no idea where the money was coming from, but it's kind of like, you know, when I was a kid and there was something I wanted for Christmas, I harangued my parents. That's all I thought about everywhere I saw it, right? I was pointing it out. Uh, every other day I was thinking about that thing I wanted for Christmas. And then I seemed surprised when it was under the tree. So within six months, this was in November of 07, within six months, there was a windfall, a $20,000 windfall, of which I was totally unaware it was some stock that, you know, whatever, it just showed up. And so that's where I showed up. Now, I was there and I trained, Bob Proctor is like the, was the world's master in thinking grow rich. And like, unlike most of the people that do these huge programs with the gurus, they they don't keep it up, right? Very few people actually do the work and recoup their money. And I know why, but for me, I had already made my mind up. I knew this was it and I've never stopped. So I already had 10 years of personal development and heavy leadership training. So then I got into Thinking Grow Rich and over the last 15 years, I've read it almost 90 times, which is a study. I have 20,000 hours teaching it, eight books, and I used it since 2013, Mike, to teach women these principles because they need to ask for what they deserve and get paid. And it actually works. So my programs have a nice infusion of thinking grow rich. That's my specialty. I also, though, teach universal law and mindset and a number of other things because I want people to build a foundation, particularly women, men too, a foundation in understanding and awareness so that they can build a one-story building or a 20-story building and enjoy themselves. So that's how I got here. That's an interesting story. And... I was just curious, um, 
you got to West Palm Beach for this event that cost you sixteen thousand. Yes, sir. And what? How long was the event? In in uh, what was it like? A long day? Or several long days? A week. Of, it was, was a week. week. Oh yeah. I mean, it was. It's like quite a to do. Okay, people were coming from around the world, right, to this, and uh, this was licensing and certification, and they were making a lot of money. The thing is, I've learned over these last 15 years why people, most people, almost all people, give up on it, right? And, and my mastery is in achievement. When I went there, I already knew, I already had a dream. I already had the vision. I knew this was right. So I went with my dream to make a difference for people. Whereas it, it appears for most people that get inspired to pick up that phone, they allow these very expert salespeople to paint the dream for you. And if you allow them to create this dream of which they're quite good because they make a nice chunk of change out of that 16,000, they're very good at what they do. You buy their dream and then you get home and you don't know what to do because the motivation didn't start with you. It started with them. So I'm happy to say that I've made the money back many times over, right? Um, because I've never stopped. And it's one of my greatest joys when people get these principles and that they've they've already done all these things. This is the mystery of it. All the things that Napoleon Hill talks about in Thinking Grow Rich, all the lessons, all the principles, all these examples, the stories, we go, wow, that's amazing. I could never do that. What I've discovered is everybody's already done it. What they haven't done was distinguished exactly what they did so they could repeat it. And that is what happens when you become an expert at something. You have been confused and clear and confused and clear. And you, you get to a point where all of a sudden everything is like in simple steps. Isn't that true with you, Mike? Didn't you reach a point now you can explain at a very high level in fourth grade language, in three or four steps, what happens, right? So then it, you know, in any program, it needs to be simple step by step because we we don't want to forget where we started, right? That it that we didn't understand the terminology and it was confusing to us. So that's why I say when people first and and my unique ability which i've been told and i know is true is to articulate complex concepts in very simple form so that people get it and then i do it with a slight twist in perspective right i'll do it again and i'll do a different story or I'll bring in another point. So if you didn't get it the first time, you'll get it this time. If you got it the first time, you get this too. Or maybe you won't get this one. I've discovered that we have to hear, let's just say universal truths, things that we know are true and that we have faith in multiple times, a lot of times, in consistent spaced intervals 
over time. We, you know, that's how we got our beliefs today. And that's how we create new beliefs by replicating the process. And that is the foundation of thinking and grow rich. It's the exact structure. Yeah. That, that is um, pretty profound what you just shared with our audience. And, and I know um, in, in you, and you and I discussed when we initially mm -hmm. met about my discovery of think and grow rich is as I left the education career and started into sales, mm -hmm. I ran across the book in a bookstore in Orlando, Florida. And I, I saw this title popped out at me, Think and Grow Rich. And I'm going, how arrogant could someone be to name their book title, Think and Grow Rich? <laughs> and, and so I, I just thought, well, okay, I'll flip through and see what this is about, you know, like with yeah. total skepticism. And, and the only thing, <clears throat> as you and I discussed, that motivated me to buy the book was when I saw that Napoleon Hill was from my hometown of Wise, Virginia. And that. that that's what motivated me to buy the book. And I I thought, okay. I'm going to, you know, because I think it was only three ninety nine in 1982 was a paperback cover. And I, I still, yeah, I still have that book that I bought in 1982. You see how ragtag it is. But at uh, any rate, uh, I thought, well, I spent three ninety nine. I'm going to read the dang thing, you know. And as I started reading, it's like it grabbed me. It really grabbed me. And and I did, you know, like the one suggestion where you go back and read that one chapter over and over and over yes, and over. Yes, I mean, yes. I did it. I mean, I literally did that and followed the instructions to the letter. I memorized the self-confidence formula. I even had my affirmation for the amount of money that I wanted to yep. have. Yeah, the six day. definite practical actions to transmute money and or your idea into its financial equivalent. Do this, 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 this. Well, what do you that that's really amazing that you followed that. So, what were the results? How did life change for you? Did you make more money? Did you have a a more relaxed mindset? Did you apply these things and notice? that life actually gets easier when when you have a pattern to follow. What was your takeaway from that? Well, the, the, the takeaway was um, I, by, by repeating that self-confidence formula mm. over and over and over, day mm. upon day upon day, um, mm. I became so confident that I knew that my goal was going to be attained and and sure enough as as you and i discussed when i first popped on your think and grow rich live group on linkedin my big mistake was i set a goal that was way beyond anything that i ever thought i could do but the big mistake i made was i set it too low and Got because it. i know now looking back that if I had set the goal double what I set it for. And now, now the original amount was like, wow, I'd never made anywhere near that kind of money. 
you know, in the time period that I had, you know, set it up for, you know, like 14, 16, it was think it was a 16 month period that I set it up to earn $50,000, you know, or to have that much money. And turns out six days before the date, I had $53,000 in my bank account. And the only mistake I made was I should have said 100,000. Well, and it takes the same energy to make it 53 or 103, which you didn't know at the time. But what happened was you were motivated into action. And, you know, following it, which principle, I'll catch you here, maybe not. So the repetition piece, the fact that you read the self-confidence formula every day, as they said, or every other day, and you filled out the goal card and read it like you're supposed to, right? Um, you actually, which one of the principles is based on repetition? Do you remember? Auto-suggestion. Exactly right. And it is auto-suggestion in spaced, repetitive intervals over time that builds belief, whether we do it purposely or not. So people, as an example, modern day, if, if you choose only one news station to watch, and there are several, and you only listen to that one day in and day out, day after day, week after week, month after month, you believe what you have heard. That's how beliefs are born. If you watch several different stations, you'll have a nice varied view. The problem is, or maybe not the problem, the challenge is, is that we, it's the truth for us. What we believe is true. It absolutely is true. And we'll, we'll go to the mat. But it's really not about, this is what I've learned over the years, Mike. It is really not about being right or wrong. And if we removed, you're right, I'm wrong, or you're wrong and I'm right from every discourse, we'd have nothing to talk about. Because it's, I want to know why you're so attached to being right. What is it that you know that I don't know, that I might want to add and become more aware, right? I might want to add it. You're like my uh, son-in-law is a Republican, right? And I am a Democrat. And so when there's conversations, he'll be sharing with me and I can listen objectively, okay? So he'll tell me things I didn't know, right? Because I don't watch the station he watches. And so it's really about, why do you believe that so firmly? What do you know that I don't know? Because therein lies um, learning, right? You get to pick what things you like and what things you don't like to add. And now you've got a whole new perception of it. So there's really no value in being right or wrong. In fact, if you say to me, Leslie, you're right, it actually hurts my ears. I don't want to be right. I want you to be curious and find out why do I feel this way? What is it that you're saying? Say it another way for me, right? So that I can understand it better and choose 
what I like about what you're saying or nothing. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's, good that's interesting. And uh, um, I, I have I have decided that uh, TV is not for me and that uh, I'd rather pop on a Think and Grow Rich live with Leslie Flowers <laughs> or a, a kindness group with uh, Andrea Sanchez or yeah, something yeah. of that nature or listen to a podcast by Evan Carmichael or uh, today I was spending a lot of time with Brian Tracy in the morning. And mm -hmm. I, I know as I was progressing in my sales career back in the mid eighties, I, uh, I spent a lot of time with Zig Ziglar and Brian Tracy and Brian Tracy. Wow. I, I kept thinking, I want to be Brian Tracy when I grow up. And so I'm sure that as you progressed through your times with Bob Proctor and, and one of, one of my very dearest friends, uh, knew Bob Proctor and his wife and was in business with them for about 15 years and spent a lot of time with him and and is so respectful of what he's done and and now one of the my favorite audibles is the uh you were born rich uh seminar oh, that, that yes. he did. yeah and in fact let me tell you a little thing about you were born rich you love it I love it. When I was, when I was, I went back each year for a couple of years, right, to that training in West Palm Beach with Bob and actually Paul Martinelli. And the second year in 2009, he, Bob decided he had already set up a lot of Think and Grow Rich masterminds with Paul Martinelli. So consultants were doing them all around the world, eight week masterminds, right, as a way to, you know, get to know people and convert them into paid programs, right? So, um, and it, it was great value. Um, but the thing is, now hold on, let me think where I was going with this. Oh yeah. So at this training, he decides I'm going to start a brand new mastermind offering for people based on you were born rich. I did the first one and I actually helped the person putting the, the written material together. I edited it all. So I did the first, you were born rich before anybody else helped with the documentation and did that for several eight week sessions. And then the following year, things changed and, you know, life went on. But to that point, that was a wonderful book. One of my favorite things in that book is, you know, if you want new drapes or new curtains, um, you don't go out and buy a new set of curtains. You give away, this is how I remember this, you give away the ones you have to make room for the new ones you're going to get. And that's the law of sacrifice, right? You remember that? I remember so, that story. Yeah. That's a great story. Yeah, yeah. Very, very good stuff. Now, I left Proctor as a teacher after two years, because I started getting really good, <laughs> right? And I changed the model of the stick man because that was what he used and Martinelli used. And that was how they explained the mind. So over a five-year period, I created my own graphic. And now I infuse the principles of success and universal law, which I first learned from Bob, I will be honest. And, and, you know, I quote him all the time. Um, now my hybrid programs include the implementation. How do you know when the universal law is showing up? 
those universal laws actually save you a lot of anxiety because they rule over certain things, i.e. the day of manifestation, right? That's up to one of the laws. We do everything we know to do and that Napoleon Hill says to do, right, to achieve our goal. But the actual day that we achieve it is not up to us. Yet how much anxiety is there around that date? And if I don't get it, what will people think of me, right? And what's what does that mean about me? Where none of that is necessary. So when you learn all these things, you actually stop worrying about a whole lot of stuff that was never yours to worry about in the begin to begin with. But you didn't know that, right? These laws are always working, even if you don't know yet how they work. They're still working. So it makes sense that if you learn how to use these principles of success in the sequence that Napoleon Hill spent twenty years devising like he totally was the 20th century greatest reporter on success he was not successful to start right he was a 20 year old cub reporter but after 20 years of interviewing some 10,000 people and 500 repeatedly he found out what those people those 500 were doing that the rest of us weren't doing. And so he synthesized 5,000 years of principles into one book. That's where the value is. None of it is new. He just brought it together so that we can study it as a unit. What do you think? That's a, that, that is truly, truly amazing into, you know, I, I, I listened to a chapter every other day or so audible of the, the book and you know, to hear the stories about him and his brother growing up where I grew up and talking mm -hmm. about, you know, the, the different things. But but one of my favorite stories is where um, he came back to his brother and told him that he had had this offer from Andrew Carnegie to do this, this project for 20 years with no pay. Exactly. <laughs> Who would do that? <laughs> yeah, it is. His brother said, well, you remember when we were back throwing rocks in Guest River, which is a little little small river going through a couple of towns where I grew up there in Virginia? He said, you remember I told you you were crazy then? Now I'm telling you you're absolutely crazy. So <laughs> it's just interesting. And, and think of what we all would have missed if he had not completed that project. And you know what else, Mike? If you look at Brian Tracy... And all these that have come over the last hundred years, if you will, primarily learning from Think and Grow Rich and from Proctor, most of the greats, primarily men, right? You can see the principles of success. They use the principles of success as the foundation in their programs. They reshape it. Now, you know, because... You may call it one thing, right? You could call it persistence, which is what Napoleon Hill did. Yet you see people interchange perseverance or discipline. So if you know thinking grow rich enough, when you start looking into the programs and philosophies over the last hundred years by personal development greats, in most all of them, you're going to see you'll recognize Think and Grow Rich. 
that's that's their structure. That's the foundation to build upon with everything else they're learning. However, it's interesting, they rarely talk about it, right? You'll never hear them say, well, you know, I learned this from Think and Grow Rich. They don't tell you that. I mean, but it's fine. It's fine if you don't. But the, the thing is, is there the reason there aren't any women doing it? <laughs> because we've just been in business bona fide the last, what, four or five decades. So, and and we're not as savvy in business as men. And that's what I've been doing for the last 15 years is teaching women these distinctions and how to implement them. Now, don't get me wrong. Men don't have much power with them until they do the work you're doing, until you look within, until you distinguish, oh, I've already done that. What did I do? Well, let me replicate that. So while men have this innate confidence because they've been running businesses for 5,000 years and they'll step up right for a job, even if they don't know how, because they have this, this innate, this natural confidence, even if they don't know how to do it. Yet you won't find women doing that yet, right? Because we're very clear that we have a lot to learn, right? Um, the behaviors, business behaviors for men and women are very different. Women bring in the nurturing and the long stories and the tears and the cuddles and, you know, managing households, being multitaskers, heart-centered, right? Giving up, uh, giving up. I mean, our plate is always overfilled. Men are very different. They've spent 5,000 years in business, whether it was the cavemen, right? Or it was the medieval marketplaces, pretty much men, right? So business, those philosophies and concepts were developed over 5,000 years, the industrial revolution, right? So men have an advantage, um, they would have more advantage if they were like you and actually dug inside how it is that they're so naturally confident and how can I replicate it and use it to improve my results. Women are now learning these things. The win-win here is that the strengths of both men and women will go a long way for the top and bottom line in business. We need women. We need men. We need them both. So we have to bring the women up to like a context, even with men in their behaviors, right? And men need, can benefit by understanding why it is that they are successful and how can they use it to improve their results. It's so much fun, Mike. That's that's true. But what what I find refreshing, Leslie, is that, you know, the last three years as I my whole life pivoted, pivoted because of a major health challenge where I almost mm -hmm. died. And now, you know, here I am. I got to meet you through LinkedIn, a lot of other folks. And and I've been, you know, interviewed some amazing females and women that are just what I I literally think they're. They're they're going to uh, basically uh, run base run 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 rings around a lot of men if men yeah. do not uh, grow and yes. be a yes. little bit more vulnerable and a little bit more transparent and and you know one of the things that was hard for me 
after some of the things I've been through in my own life is to be totally transparent. But, you know, for the people that I have been that way with, and especially women, I think that I have gained more affection, more respect, and, mm -hmm. uh, and, and ultimately probably gleaned a lifetime friend as a result of that. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but it's, it's interesting. And, you know, while, you know, my, my wife has even said this and to, to the chagrin of some of our daughters-in-law that say, you know, she says, this is a man's world. <laughs> and, you know, they, they don't like to hear that, but uh, there, there is some validity to it. But, you know, uh, I, I do think from what I have seen and experienced the last couple of years, it's, it's becoming more of a woman's world as well. And, and the ones, the ones that are having the impact are the ones that are learning these, these concepts. I mean, you know, just, I, I look at your Think and Grow Rich group, and it's primarily women that are on there. That Isn't are that interesting? Yeah. Isn't that interesting? It really is interesting, I think. And I, you're really spot on here. It is in getting inside the folds of these concepts and being able to translate them into your own life so that you begin to think differently. Right. And this whole thing is the, the the big epiphany that I had after many years. And I've been deep in this work, in mindset work for uh, for the last 15 years. But, you know, the thing about this is that it gives you joy every day and it it gives you a, a daily mindset of wealth, health and happiness. You don't have a lot of anxiety because learning is the miracle grow for human beings. If you think about this, there is no other living being on our planet. I don't know about other planets, but <laughs> that can take an idea, which is thought energy and transform it into physical matter. No other living thing does that. And we do it in four steps. Now it's taken me, thousands of hours to know what the four steps are right but the thing is is we do it very simply we do it routinely honestly the truth is is watch a kid watch a little kid that's like three years old and the chocolate chip cookies are on top of the refrigerator and it's supper time and that three-year-old wants a chocolate chip cookie now mother says don't do that the kid is reaching and looking back at the parent and still defying. And then he pulls a chair over as he's being told not to do this. Maybe there are certain threats. You won't be able to do this, that, or the other. They don't care. They're ready to climb up and they will climb up on the counter. They'll risk falling. They don't care. They have a definite purpose and a burning desire. And those are the two foundations of how you begin to have a life that you want. And they will get the cookie. And you see, a three-year-old doesn't have a conscious mind. They just go for what they want. They don't try to talk themselves out of it. They're not worried about the impact. And you have grandkids, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But you did it too. You and I did it 
when we were kids and the Sears Roebuck catalog came for Christmas in the middle of the year. And oh my God, that was the most oh, valued piece of, of uh, artifact in our house. And we would go through it over and over, find the thing we want. Then everywhere we saw it, every store, every kid, we pointed it out to our parents. Here's this repetition, the auto suggestion, right? We're very excited. We're motivated. We harangue our parents. They're up to their eyeballs hearing you talk about that bike or those skates. And then we seem surprised when it they're in a package under the Christmas tree. That is exactly little biomimicry. If you whittle away, whittle it down. If you follow what that toddler does when they go for the chocolate chip cookie, that's the foundation in Think and Grow Rich. That's how you become successful. What, what a great lesson and <laughs> so real, so real. So so that that one little scenario can teach so many of our listeners and audience uh, those principles in such a easy to understand way, Leslie. So so let's just uh, let's just assume for a moment that we have a listener that you know, doesn't know about Think and Grow Rich. They don't know about the universal laws or they've maybe never even heard of them. So what what advice would you give to someone like that who may be listening in today? Well, that's a great question. So we all get the bug and the curiosity bug. Isn't there more, right? Is this all there is? Isn't there more? We all get it at different times. So for a person who doesn't know anything about it, now you do. You know a little bit. Now, you're either inspired to know more right now, or you're not. If you're not, it's okay. But now you know about it. So I think each person comes to that place where, okay, well, let me let me find out just a little bit more, right? And let me say to those listening, do not read the whole book right away, right? You, it, It's too much. It's too much to absorb. So start with the preface and introduction and desire and leave it at that. And if you want to read more, go back and read those again. Because the preface and introduction are all about a clear, definite purpose. Without that, you have nothing. If you do not have a clear purpose, you will not have a goal and you will not achieve with any consistency. So the foundation, are the, the real beginning in thinking grow rich are the preface, introduction and desire. Then evaluate. So you don't have to take on the whole thing. You could find me and we're gonna go live next week uh, rather than audio room. I'm gonna be doing this every Friday morning. There, It's out there. Once you get interested, for those who don't know about it, it will start to show up for you. All of a sudden, you're going to think it's a coincidence and you're going to go, well, I just heard about Thinking Grow Rich. I didn't know anything about that book. <gasps> Look over there. There's something else. That's like when you're pregnant, everybody else seems to be pregnant, right? Because you're pregnant, right? And so, boy, everybody's pregnant now. Look at all those pregnant people. Well, the same people were pregnant. If you weren't pregnant, there'd be the same number of people. It becomes on a higher frequency for you. 
it stays top of mind if if it piqued your interest. So keep an eye open. You can start with a few little things. Even if you just read the preface and introduction, you'll be opening a world that you were unaware was there. And then watch how many times it shows up for you. And then when you feel like you're ready, jump in. You don't have to do it on anybody else's time. I never know when someone's going to be ready. We just hold the space that when it's right for you, you'll be moved in that direction. Rather like I was when that email came across my desk in 2007 that I shouldn't have opened with a link I certainly shouldn't have opened. And it opened a doorway to the last 15 years, which I'm happy to say it's kept me happy, healthy, and wealthy as a daily mindset. Life is really good when you know what's in charge, how things work, and that there's a whole lot you really don't have to worry about. It's already handled for you. So come find out about it. Go find out about it. What is it that I don't have to worry about so I can focus on the things that I want to do? That's my advice. That is wonderful advice and a wonderful way to wrap up this episode. And Leslie, um, I know you have your your groups that I became aware of on LinkedIn. Uh, how would other people or listeners who are just hearing about you and your work and this wonderful mindset that is available to all, how would they reach out to you and what They'll find me on LinkedIn. I got kicked off of uh, Facebook a couple of years ago. Uh, I was hacked. And so I'm really just on LinkedIn, a little bit on Instagram. And and on LinkedIn, my name will be L Flowers. So it has whatever the link is. If you put my URL will be L Flowers. And you'll, I was going to say you'll recognize me, but um, unless you have a picture, Mike, they won't recognize me because this is audio. But you'll find me it, when you when you click on my picture, my profile. If you look up at the top, the last letters are L flowers. That's my unique URL. And reach out to me, connect, send me a message. Let's talk. And if you're connected to me, then I can invite you to a complimentary weekly session, and you can find out that way. A lot of people come to the Think and Grow Rich rooms because they, they're refreshing, right? They're revisiting. It's repetition. And it brings it all back, doesn't it, Mike? It definitely does. And it's it's been so, it is refreshing. And that's why I love listening in to, to the Think and Grow Rich room, the live room that's, uh, that's available. So, so, but I have to say, Leslie, your advice and your suggestion to read the preface the introduction and desire that right. that is wonderful because so many people i think start books yes and i mean i there's there's a huge percentage i think it's like 90% of the books that are purchased never get read more than 20 pages or something i i heard this exactly exactly so if at least if this is a big book so don't don't drive yourself crazy just start there and then then evaluate. You get to say, am I going to continue? And, and if you reach out to me, I will tell you which chapters to read. So it, I would not advise you once you've read those to read every single one. 
it right, you know, one after the other, after the other, there's a core of the principles that you want to read first. They're the most vital. Then there's a second layer, right? So there are 13 principles. Maybe you're looking at um, seven or eight, the first go through. The other ones come later, right? But the, these, the initial ones are the, the absolute best way to achieve what you want. The more of these principles you use, the better your chances at achievement. Um, but there are a few that you have to have or you won't achieve, which is a definite purpose, desire, and persistence. If you don't have those three things, because persistence develops faith, which takes time. So if you have a definite purpose and you fall in love with it, right, you start to see the world through the prism of having this thing, this thing that will make a difference for other people, right, that'll impact the world, that'll make you money too, you're allowed to live abundantly. And then as you move through with those anchors, if you will, then you will be persistent, right? And, it, and you must put in some time. It, there is no overnight, right? You know this, right? It, it, it takes a few months at least to um, implement this work, at least three months to get it, you know, those first things on a, on a cellular level. That's true. That's true. And, you know, looking back and listening to our conversation today and hearing your perspective, Leslie, I think if all I'd ever learned was the self-confidence formula, which I literally, uh, I was an outstanding band director and musician, but I was a pretty miserable salesperson and <laughs> had no confidence in that career. And that self-confidence formula really got me through and helped me flourish. So if all I'd gotten out of that book had been that it would have been well worth the three ninety nine that I paid. Let me let me read this to you because I have my students read this every day when we're studying faith. And this is the fifth covenant. This is the one that if you read this repeatedly and the whole formula is great. It's not much longer, but if it's all right with you, I'll read it for your audience. Sure. And they can get a sense what it would be like to read this every day or every other day. And this is how you develop this confidence. I fully realize that no wealth or position can long endure unless built upon truth and justice. Therefore, I will engage in no transaction that does not benefit all whom it affects. I will succeed by attracting to myself the forces I wish to use and the cooperation of other people. I will induce others to serve me because of my willingness to serve others. I will eliminate hatred, envy, jealousy, selfishness, and cynicism by developing love for all humanity because I know that a negative attitude toward others can never bring me success. I will cause others to believe in me because I will believe in them and in myself. I'll just say an amen to that. An amen. <laughs> so yes, thank yes. you so much, Leslie, for 
being a part of the Health and Biz Bites podcast. And as Leslie said, you can reach out to her on LinkedIn. We'll put uh, a lot of the information. I'll put actually her LinkedIn URL in the show notes for you to, you. to uh, grab a hold of and reach out to her. And if you'd like to reach out to me, you can always hit me at my website, www.mikebeverly.life. And while there, hit the podcast tab where you can hear this episode and many others. And uh, while there, download the free ebook, Optimize Your Overall Health and Wellness Today. And we'll look forward to having you back on an episode in the future. Have a wonderful rest of your day, everyone. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone, and thank you so much again for checking out today's episode. And if you're listening through iTunes, Spotify, wherever you happen to be listening, please subscribe. Leave a five-star rating and review if you choose to do so. And I'm grateful for you and that you're spending this time with me. Have a wonderful rest of your day.